So what was it about her? What did she have that you laid down your life and forsook all other women for? Uh, I, I have a very bad sense of humor. It's a corny sense of humor, sometimes dark <laughs> sense of humor. She laughs at my jokes. I love yeah. it. I love it. That's big. <laughs> that sense of humor. That's good. One thing I was really attracted to is I asked her one of the questions of, okay, when we get into a fight, who do you call? Who do you lean on? Whose shoulder do you cry on? What was it about Matt? What made you feel like, I can trust this guy. He's a good man. I wanted loyalty. I wanted a man of faith. I wanted someone who knew where they were going to go in life. Someone I didn't have to worry about mm. that I felt safe with. My hat's off to you, Matt, oh, that you were, you. as a man, a masculine mm. man, a strong man, <laughs> a, a veteran. Yes. I mean, you were willing to make yourself that vulnerable. And, yeah. I, you know, because he didn't know what he was going to get. When you are vulnerable, you unzip yourself and you say, <laughs> this is me. Mm. Do you like it or not? Yep. You don't know, right? You don't know the outcome. But it, it worked perfectly mm -hmm. because you loved how honest he was. And again, it made her feel safe. And right. that's huge for women. Mm -hmm. Huge. Very. Hey, everybody. I am so excited about today because I am having actually my first guest on my podcast. Not counting my husband. My husband was my first guest. But this is oh, this is my second guest. But um, so we're doing something a little bit different today. And I want to introduce to you Matt Sapala and his wife Sheena. I was on his podcast earlier and now he gets to be in the hot seat Woo! and I get to ask the questions. So <laughs> I'm go. super excited about that. So let me just tell you a little bit about Matt. He's known as the money smart guy. Uh, he is a Marine Corps combat veteran and respected business leader with over 25 four years of experience in the insurance industry. Matt and his wife, Sheena, became the first cash flow millionaires in the history of PHP Agency, a company founded by Patrick Bet David. In addition to his business accomplishments, Matt is a charismatic host, very charismatic, <laughs> best-selling author of Faith Made Millionaire. Nice. This book, I'm in the process of reading it now. Um, let me see, where am I? And the upcoming, he's got a new book coming out called Gotcha, Your Money Smart GP to navigating the five pitfalls of financial freedom. He has conducted captivating interviews with notable leaders such as Rabbi Daniel Lappin, General James N. Mattis, Tim Tebow, also a featured contributor, get this, on major networks such as Fox, NBC, ABC, and WGN Morning News. Is there anything you haven't done? <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel so honored to be able to interview the, you the today. The honor is ours. We just had a, we had a blast in our we podcast. We did. We had yeah. such yes. a great conversation. Okay, so t let's start with, tell me your story. Okay, so where did you come from? How did you make it to this place? Sure, right our now. family immigrated from the Philippines, okay. so I'm first generation born Filipino in Chicago, okay. well, which makes my mother a nurse. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so uh, our first home was on the west side of Chicago. I remember my father walking my mother to the bus stops because uh, it's not so good neighborhood in the west side of Chicago, so she didn't go, go to work. Yeah. But she became a city nurse, worked for the city of Chicago. It used to be called Cook County Hospital, if you ever watched the movie The Fugitive. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's familiar. Yeah, yes, I love right. that movie. So she was a city nurse for 40-some years, and huh. ironically, that's also where I met my wife because oh uh, I was doing a... Um, a, a financial workshop for Nurses Week. Okay. And my wife was there selling hospital beds for Stryker uh, Medical. Okay. And so, of course, we, we crossed paths at that point, and it's, you know, it's, she becomes my wife. Yeah. But uh, before all that, I was I was I was married, divorced, thankfully remarried to my now wife. But uh, I was a single dad. I was three kids. I stumbled across the insurance business, completely by mistake. I, I can I can barely spell the word entrepreneur. You know, I, I thought a 401k was a long race. You know, 
I just, I just, there's so many things I didn't know about money. Yeah. But, uh, you know, God has a you know, funny way of putting divine appointments your way and has you see mm -hmm. things that you never saw before and doing things you've never done before. And so we, uh, we got married in uh, 2012, uh, well, we got together in 2012, got married in 2015, okay. but we've been working together as a power couple in business. Wow. We have our different uh, roles, but it's been a unique journey because uh, I've been up, I've been down, up and down. And, but uh, as yeah. credit to my book, uh, Faith Made Millionaire, it's not me, it's not, it's not we, it's not even the team. It's, it's been our faith that oh got us here. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. awesome. Okay, so yeah. let me ask you this. So what was it about Sheena? When you first laid eyes on her, what what was the attraction? What was it about her? Was her profile. it Sorry, profile? Her profile. <laughs> what about her profile? I don't know. It's just like, look, look, and very angelic. I'm like, she is oh. bad. <laughs> that is a baddie. So <laughs> curly hair, you, you like know, that? the whole thing. She had to go, she had to go down. Okay, so yeah. so what was it about her? What did she have that you laid down your life and forsook all other women for? Uh, I, I have a very bad sense of humor. It's a corny sense of humor, sometimes dark <laughs> sense of humor. She laughs at my jokes. I love right? it. I love it. That's big. <laughs> sense of humor. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've never felt that she'd be a woman to skip out on me because I dealt with that in, in my previous relationships. Okay. I can always trust her. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to worry about checking her phone. She doesn't have to worry about checking mine. I just wanted that. I wanted stability in that area of my life because for my first selections of, of, of women I would have in my life, it was horrible, it was bad yeah. you know, because there's no, uh, you know, there's no spiritual element, there's no character behind it. It, it, it just didn't, it wasn't lasting. Yeah. It was just, it was just a bad selection. When I ran across Sheena, it's a woman. Wow. And, and one thing I was really attracted to is I asked her one of the questions of, okay, when we get into a fight, who do you call? Who do you lean on? Whose shoulder do you cry on? Not one guy was mentioned huh? outside of her father. Wow. You know, and mm -hmm. so her mother. And then when she talked to these folks, what do you guys talk about? Are, are they defending you? Are they trying to, yeah. to, try to throw me under the bus? No, they, yeah. hey, you decided to be in this relationship. You look like a good guy. What yeah. now? What changed? Wow. <laughs> wow. So that was a unique thing. So who do you call when we have the worst? Because I know those moments will come. A lot. Right, right. So, Sheena, what was it about Matt? What made you feel like, I can trust this guy. He's a good man. Yeah, I what think, did you see? I mean, think for any woman, you've had a lot of situations where you dated and you um, kind of realize what you don't want, right? Yeah. So uh, that was me at that point in my life, and I was a single mom. I was raising my son, who was a year and a half. And prior to meeting Mad, I really have took a different direction. That if I was ever going to date again, I'm going to be very particular about the things that I wanted, which is very different. It's not necessarily that I'm attracted to you. I want to be attracted to you, but I needed to go deeper. Mm -hmm. I wanted loyalty. I wanted a man of faith. I wanted someone who knew where they were going to go in life. Someone I didn't have to worry about mm -hmm. that I felt safe with. And I started working on myself and just focusing on my son. And then all of a sudden he comes and the things that really attracted me to him, uh, he would open my door. Mm. Uh, when he says he's going to do something, he doesn't. Okay. Real quick. So did you guys hear that? <laughs> he opened her door and she liked it. Yes. She didn't say, I can do it myself. No. Which she can, right. but she actually liked being treated like a lady. Very much. Notice that. Okay, Very what much. Jojo jo jo doesn't know too. And, and, and that's another, I needed a certain person around my son um, that I wanted right. my son to emulate. Wow, so that's big. It was, I saw how he treated his mom. I saw how respectful he was of his parents. 
I saw how he was as a father because yeah. he had three older children. And that character trait was what made me say, yes, the one thing that I love the most, he knew where he was going. That's huge too. The confidence. Yes. It, he might not have been where he wanted to be when right. I met him. Right. But he had such confidence that he was going to make sure that I was his girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, I like the confidence. Yes. I want to admit it to you. Yes. But he was very clear on where he was going. And another quality that I really like, he was just not available to all women. And it was it was a point in his life he was at, I just don't like a man who just makes himself available. Yeah. In what way? What do you mean? Give me an example. He's always needing the attention of oh, women. Okay, They're always got to, they already have they have to date a woman or be with a woman or need um affirmations from women like, "Oh, you're attractive or you're this awesome person." Because if that's how you are, then that's what you're always going to be looking for. Right. So, his validation was with God. I said, "Awesome." Yeah. Okay, cool. You yeah. are my kind of guy. Okay, so I want to show you a clip of something that I saw before I met Matt because I kind of had to do my homework because I thought <laughs> I'm going to be on his show. He's going to be on mine. I, I don't know anything about him. I just knew he was a friend of my son's. So I was going through his social media and this stuck out at me mm. so strong. I'm like, I love that. You know how many of you have heard my stuff and listened to me and been in my classes. You know, I talk a lot about men, how their biggest mistake they make with women is they don't listen. And they don't, and a lot of times women feel like they are unheard or unseen or invisible. Their feelings don't matter. And yes, women are more emotional than men. Men are more logical. So a lot of times for men, their feelings, women's feelings seem illogical and irrational and dumb. <laughs> and they make women feel that way sometimes. And that's not a good place for a girl. So I saw this clip and I want to show it to you. Wow. Conflict and arguments are healthy. We're both voicing our mm -hmm. opinion. And for example, we got into arguing yesterday. She, she says, babe, you, you kind of snapped at me. I, I, I didn't snap at you. No, 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 you snapped at me. Okay, forget how I'm feeling. You felt like I snapped at you? She says, yeah, well, babe, I don't think I did, but listen, if you thought I snapped at you, I apologize, I'm sorry. Four or five years ago, I had to prove myself right. right. I'm not wrong, I'm right. Versus, you know what? If she felt, regardless of if I felt a certain way, if she felt it, mm -hmm. and that's important, regardless of how I feel, there's things that she's probably growing up with that I'll probably never know about, which makes mm -hmm. her the person that she is today, and I have to honor and respect that. Okay, that right there, uh, that I have to compliment you. Yeah. Every single woman just fell in love with you. I'm sorry, but <laughs> me too. Because, you know, what he said is, oh, I don't think I did that. But hey, if you felt that, because she did, he just, he owned it. He just owned up to it and said, even though he didn't feel like he did anything wrong, it's like, man, I'm sorry. That is being so sensitive to a woman. Because a lot of men, and this is what I hear women say, men will dismiss women. They will say their feelings are dumber. They shouldn't feel that way. And just brush it off, which makes a woman, woman feel unheard, unseen, and unsafe. And when a woman feels safe with a man, which you mm -hmm. did, there were lots of things he, he did. Yes. And, and I want to talk about one more thing that you shared with me earlier, but um, th that's huge for a woman when mm -hmm. she feels like protected and safe. And I know, mm -hmm. I want to talk about you being a protector provider, because mm -hmm. I know that's big for you because you're a former Marine yes. protector Devil dogs, yes. and you're a good businessman <laughs> yes. provider. Okay. But um, there was something else when you guys first met and you were only a few months into dating. Right. And he, Matt said, I need her to know my background because it's not all pretty. Okay, right. so <laughs> tell me about how, what that did for you. Um, well, he he took me to a restaurant, and we probably did been dating for like six months, and he sat me down at this restaurant. He was extremely nervous. <laughs> and so I'm thinking, are you about to tell me like you're a murderer? Like, what, what are you going to tell me? And so it, on the table of the restaurant, you can draw on it, the Italian restaurant. So he was just kind of laying out all of his, I guess you could say his skeletons, right? Yeah. 
And his fear was once I heard these, I would like just hightail it out of there. <laughs> and so he said, you know, bankruptcy this, divorce this, and all these uh, decisions I've made. And I can just, I see it on his face. He, he was as if he was less of a man yeah. in my eyes. And I'm like, that's actually the opposite. Right. Because a, a woman loves honesty yes. and we love humility. Yes. And I said, I told him, I was like, is that it? Yeah. Like, that's it? That's it? I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Because <laughs> that, those were yeah. the qualities of what he had. You can get yourself out of that stuff. Right. It's it's the, the where he was in that moment of his life and who he was and who he had become because of right. all that stuff. That was what I cared about. Exactly. And yeah. everything he'd been through built his character. Exactly. And it's still building. But mm -hmm. that right there was huge. And I just, again, it, my hat's off to you, Matt, oh, that you were, you. as a man, a masculine mm. man, <laughs> a strong man, yeah. a, a veteran, yes. I mean, you were willing to make yourself that vulnerable. And, yeah. I, you know, because he didn't know what he was going to get. When you are vulnerable, you unzip yourself and you say, <laughs> this is me. Mm -hmm. Do you, yep. you don't know, right? You don't know the outcome. But it, it worked perfectly mm -hmm. because you loved how honest he was. And again, it made her feel safe. And right. that's huge for women. Mm -hmm. Huge. Very. So protect your provider. What does mm -hmm. that mean to you? I, you you got to carry a, a shield and a spear, a helmet. <laughs> you know, I, when I think about that, I also think about in, in the Bible, in, in Ephesians, I can't remember, it's, it's six, I think it's, I think it's six, 10. It's, it's the, it's the armor of God. Okay. And so, yeah. uh, so you got to protect yourself before you want to protect anybody else. You got to start with you right? because it doesn't make sense. You're trying to protect everybody else, but you're all exposed. You're exposed Emotionally, you're exposed financially, you're exposed spiritually, mm. you're exposed mentally. If you don't take care of yourself, right. you're no good to anybody else. That's right. And so I need to work on me. And that's why for 14 years, when I when I when I when I uh, divorced, when I made my second mistake uh, having kids out of wedlock, like I had three kids, so two different women. I'm like, I'm in a pattern here. I need to stop. Uh, I was telling I was telling Shane when we first started dating. My pastor, he goes, um, uh, uh, do, do you work for the American Red Cross? Do you like date through the American Red Cross? This is why do you say that? Why do you always date women that you need feel that like you need to rescue? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, protector doesn't necessarily mean rescuer. Big That's difference, right? right? right. Okay. Right? Because he also saw them bringing me down yeah. instead of taking me to the next level. Right. So for literally 14 years, I didn't date. I just dated, I just dated my business. I dated my kids. Yeah. Uh, I had a day of the week. I take them out to lunch. They already knew that. We go to Quiznos. They have this certain order. So for the whole time, I pull up to the school and they're, they're ready to go. And then all the kids, where are you going? My poppy's taking them out to lunch. <laughs> so the kids remember that, remember those moments. I, I was just all engrossed in, in, in my kids, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so until I get involved in, in business and, and I want to scale it, I want to grow to another level of my business life, the Lord puts my wife in my, in my life. Yeah. And, and during nurses week, in a hospital that my mother worked at. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah. And so, so to, to, to me, being a, a protector is that once you are able to equip yourself and arm yourself up, and no matter what level that's it, now you're ready to go out and go into battle. Yeah. And then and the provider part is, is here because now you're in the field. Now you're marching. Now you're going forward. Now, in addition to you protecting, I can take care of everything. I can take care of my home. I can take care of my family because I am, we are all marching forward because I got myself squared away. We got our tank. We got our missiles. We got, right? Right. You know, just, you know, from that area of being confident. Yeah. And the thing is, if a man knows how to protect, provide, have economic empowerment, and then having the, the, the godly values and principles, and every, every time I look at the Bible, uh, people think, oh, you know, the Bible is some spiritual thing. I looked at Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. Yeah. And those are the <laughs> words of wealth, wisdom, yeah. prosperity, and happiness. That's and I right. followed those, you know, people, if you see that today, people think it's mean tweets from, uh, from King Solomon, but those are just straight 
Yeah. For, you know, Proverbs is straight to the core about what you should follow, what you should love, what you should gain. Gain wisdom and understanding. And all you're getting, gain wisdom and understanding. I'm like, what, the, what does that mean? I continue to read. Oh, that's it. That's it. And so I, I developed a strong, just weird mental relationship with King Solomon in the Bible. Yeah. And that's how I got closer to my faith. That is so cool. So what do you think, okay, as far as provider, because I hear a lot of men saying, especially on social media, you know, that, you know, kind of watch out for the women that just want to use you uh -huh. for your money. I mean, what can they do? What, what do you think about that? I mean, because men want to provide for women. Men want yeah. to protect women. I think healthy men want to do that. But yeah. I think there's some men out there that are so afraid they're going to be taken advantage of by women. Our first date was amongst friends. Right. And so we didn't date one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. Because you know, the way I looked at it, you know, she's going to put her base, best face forward. I'm going to put my base face forward. And for two hours, we're going to be kind of quasi-fake. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. We're going to say the best thing. She's going to laugh at all yeah. my job. <laughs> yes. Laugh, laugh. Right. <laughs> You're cute. So to check her out strategically, I had my friends check her out. Good idea. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. And these friends were, you know, Rudy and Rosie Ortiz. And when I started going to the church, I looked for married couples. So I'm here, I'm a single man with kids. And I'm looking for married couples to associate with and learn. And right. having healthy healthy right. marriages. And uh, they're one of the couples. And uh, and they're in business with me. They both understood my faith walk. They understood my business walk. And so I went to this restaurant. They're right here. They're, they're kind of checking her out. <laughs> <laughs> but she was so relaxed. She was so engaging. She was she was you know, fun to be around. Yeah. And, yeah. and once I started seeing those things and I saw around my kids and I saw her as a, as a mother yeah. and I saw that she had her own money. I remember, um, we went to a convention. I said, babe, what do we, it's a funny story. <laughs> hey babe, uh, cause I'm going to a business convention. I didn't want to tell her kind of like what I did, but I wanted her to see in, ma in mass at the MGM Grand Arena, what it is that I do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was a work trip for me. She thought it was just like a romantic getaway. <laughs> yes, I did. I was totally fooled by this one. Right? <laughs> yes. And so I said, we're going to Vegas. I these are the days. Great, great, great. And, and you didn't tell her you were working? No. I didn't tell you her working. Okay. No. Okay. And so, um, and I, she gave me a su surprise that I wasn't even expecting. She goes, great. I already booked my ticket. Here it is. You're not waiting for me to book your ticket? Oh, interesting. So. <laughs> You booked your own ticket? I did. I booked oh my, my own God. ticket. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so she wasn't looking lean. She was looking to lead. Interesting. <laughs> cool. Like, we, we, can, we can rock together. And then and then here's another area because I was still kind of on an upswing in my business. We were talking about one of my downs. Okay. My, my downs in business. This is one of my downs. So I'm on an upswing. And uh, <laughs> um, so great. Uh, where am I staying? I saying you're staying in the suite. Oh, sweet. Cool. <laughs> All right. Suite with 11 people. Oh. <laughs> it's so true oh my gosh we're so broke oh yeah. my so gosh broke. and then so women in this suite right guys in this yeah, suite we're all splitting it because yeah. we're all broke yeah right yeah. but we're all we're all rising up together yes and she goes well which which one's my bed you're you're since you're one of the last people to get you you kind of got this corner not even a bed <laughs> oh my gosh so, so at that moment she could have just i'm out of here yeah but she stayed she stuck around she saw what's going on in the conference and i saw look I love what you guys do. Um, I love the spirit of what you guys do and help people, financial yeah. literacy, and all these different things because I worry about these things myself. Yeah. So she wasn't this uppity, right? You know. And I, I think of. my mindset was this: it was, I was of course surprised, um, but I I saw so many qualities in him that I was looking for someone to build a life with. Yeah. It didn't mean the yeah. life was there yet. Right. I just knew he had all of these qualities and I can pull my own weight. Yeah. When I say with, I mean together. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting him to build our life. I was expecting us to build the life. Yeah.
So that's wow. I, I already saw he was he was a a treasure. He was a treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Good catch. Both yes. of you are a great catch. Yes. <laughs> okay. And you guys have been married eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Okay. How is it? Because it's hers, mine, and ours, right? right? Yes, yes, yes. How's the blended family thing going? I would say it's definitely a book. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say it's always perfect at all by any means. I think the first four years was the roughest. Yeah, yeah. the first four years I would say was yeah. the roughest. Just trying to understand, you know, my role because yeah. the the kids were older. So I'm not trying to, and I'm not trying to replace your mom. Yeah. You guys have a mom. I'm. My name is Sheena. I'm gonna be the wife of your right. dad. Um, so it was we, me trying to figure out that role, and I think yeah. he was also trying to figure out my role. And in addition to having to raise kids during a very interesting time that he was going through with the, the mothers. So it, it caused a lot of arguments because it was just like not knowing our place and role. And yeah. I would just be that person that would say, well, I know how it is to be a teenage girl. Let me just tell you what I see. Like, uh, maybe watch out for this or maybe look out for that. Maybe yeah. watch my out for this. My daughters won't be doing that. My girls don't do that. We, yeah. you, know, you know nothing about my girls. Oh, yeah. She's like, but I was one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. I, I remember um, at the time Snapchat was really big. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm a, I was a teenage girl. So I was like, babe, watch. I'm going to make a, a Snapchat and I'm going to call myself. Uh, they're going to, I told them this later when they were older. I'm going to make myself a Snapchat called Romeo Styles because I have a feeling that at least uh, one of them I knew would accept me as a friend. It's like a fake profile, oh. catfish profile. Yeah, so catfish. <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, because I, I was like, well, let's, let's see what they're up to, you yeah. know? And so we would see what they're up to. And every time he would, he would be the one that approached him, not like me. <laughs> And so he would approach him and they would be like so flabbergasted. Like, how does he know everything? And so he would always reply to them, I have eyes everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I became like more behind the scenes support yeah. and kind yeah. of allowed that dynamic, how it was working itself out to be between him and the kids. Yeah. Um, because I think adding me to that element, it would be kind of selfish if I had too much of me in there. Right. Right. So I just kind of just stayed here yeah. until that kind of smoothed itself out. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. There was like initial jealousy that I sense from my wife that I'd be a certain way with my daughters, it's my girls. Yeah. And she says, well, you don't treat me that way. But it's basically a different He had so much love. grace with them. And then I was like, can I get that grace? <laughs> yeah. No, you're my wife. I can't make that <laughs> You serve a different role in my life. Yes. yes. I was like, can I have that? I mean, you're, you're lovely. Take your patience. clothes off and get back in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So if oh you were to gosh. say that, that's probably what caused uh, right. most of that disagreement. Yeah. Inner, ignorance on my end, yeah. Well, uh, I think we were both learning. Yeah, absolutely. Think, it was new for both of you. I yes. think in marriage, you just get to a point where you get exhausted with arguing. Yeah. And you just like, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Let's just work yeah. it out. There's some things you just have to accept. Yes. And you have to let it go. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, so when I do my seminars, I usually bring, I talk to women a lot. I do one for men, but I do one for women. And I bring a panel of men in at the end. And I, I wow. like to ask these questions to men. So I'm going to ask you okay. some of these questions. Here and she can just sit listen. It's fun. I, it is so fun because I think women sometimes have the wrong idea of what how men are. And so I feel like, you know, you don't have any reason to lie to me. Right. <laughs> you can just be who you are and say your truth. So first of all, what is great about being a man? What is great about being a man? Mm -hmm. Ah, you, I mean, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I'll, I'll make, I, I went to combat mode. I went to war mode. Yeah, I went yeah, to, yeah, right, I went manly to, stuff. Yeah, I, I think, uh, I think that uh, the strength of being a man and at the same time too, the, the vulnerability of man, being a warrior, yeah. you know, that's, that's the, I think the first thing I, I'll make a thing about and, and to be able to take care 
of the people that you love and care about, okay. that your future descendants come through you. I often say that it only takes one person in a family's generation to change the bloodline of that family forever. Wow. And I love being able to be that type of person. I see it now because, you know, we're, we're joking before the camera turned out, but uh, I'm a now new grandfather as of three weeks ago. Yes. And to see my bloodline continue. Right. It's like a, it's like a weird, surreal feeling for me. Yeah. And to see my son starting to sound like me when I was, to see how he's all giddy about his <laughs> his baby. I'm like, yeah. you sound like me when I oh. had him. So cool. He's, he's going to be such a good dad. Yeah. You know, oh. so, so I think that's cool. You ever see the movie uh, Apocalypto? It's, it's a weird, it was spoken in Mayan by Mel Gibson. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, it was a two Mayan tribes, is basically a survival story. Okay. These two Mayan tribes are going at it. I mean, it's written, it's spoken in all Mayan and translated in, in, in subtitled in English. But there's a scene in there where they're trying to kill, you know, they're trying to kill this guy. And says, you can't get me. I hunted this jungle. My grandfather hunted the jungle. My father, my son will hunt this jungle. Right? And he's speaking, I was like, he's speaking a dream. Yeah. He's speaking a legacy. I think this is the coolest thing about being a man. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so how, what do you think when you are around an upset woman? How does that make you Oh, it's like, what do I do? Like, I, like, okay, what skills do I, where's that manual? Where's that, where's that manual that's this big? And what chapter do I? <laughs> right, so that's how I'm feeling, you know. And so I've just learned how to ask, okay, so what, what's on your mind? Do you want me to provide solutions or are you just looking to... Have me hear you out. <laughs> to be upset on principle. Where am I at on this? Because I just, uh, I'll listen to you, but I'll be yeah. on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what if you can't? What if she's upset and you can't fix it? Oh yeah, it's like then what? Yeah, it's uh, what do I what do, what do I do? You you stress because you because I want to provide answers. Fix. I'm, I'm frustrated because I want to be yeah. Yeah, you want to fix. And yeah. it's like you can't fix. And I'm, and I'm frustrated. Yes. Yes. Let's fix it already. Let's go. We have the rest of the day to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about being around women when they're happy? What's that do to you? It's cool. I love. I love yeah. that part. Yeah. Your uh, eyes lit yeah, up yeah. just yeah. now. Uh -huh. Did they? That. Yes. Because oh, yeah. everything that you hope to do and provide, and now they're happy. Right. <laughs> you I'm, feel validated. Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Okay. Let me see what else. Um, what is the best part of marriage? This part of marriage, uh, partnership, trust, the fact that I don't have to worry about when I get off of work at night, okay, where are we going? Who am I blowing, who am I blowing on? Where am I blowing money? I don't have to worry about weekends <laughs> doing stupid stuff. My entire 20s is one big sad blur. Wow. I took my entire 30s to repay the mistakes of my 20s. Mm. So the best part of being married is somebody that you know you can trust, somebody that you don't have to worry about that area of your life. Yeah. And so therefore, everything that you're doing, you know, the, the word says one can set flight to 1,000, but two can set flight to 10,000. Right. It doesn't make sense, but basically you're saying it's an exponential yes. factor yeah. of, of your life accelerating. And to see that in our lives, to see that play out in our business, to see that play out in the conferences we host and, yeah. and the people that we're coaching and, 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 and working together with, that's the best part of marriage. That is awesome. Okay, we are out of time, but how can people find your new book? Oh, for sure. Gotchabook.com. 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 And you are on Instagram as, wait, your podcast. You have a podcast called Seven Squad. Seven Figure Squad. Seven, seven Figure Squad. I've looked at that. And then you're on Instagram, your Money Smart Guy. Money Smart Guy. And right. did you come up with that name? I didn't. I think it's cute. It was, I like it, was, it. it was a mistake. Somebody oh. <laughs> somebody didn't know my last name, and I was doing work for Money Smart Week okay. in Chicago. So I don't know his last name, but he's got that's the guy that does the Money Smart Guy stuff. Money Smart Week stuff. You know the Money Smart Guy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So he's on Instagram, YouTube, wherever you hear your podcasts. Take a listen. I love everything that you stand for. That so it drew, drew me to you because we have very similar values. Amen. So thank Appreciate you so much for being thanks here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yes, thank you. you. <laughs>